Hi, this is Mike Taylor from Jobs Radio, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Natasha Conway, who's the owner-director at Traffic Snap, who are a pay-per-click advertising agency who deal with Google AdWords and Facebook ads, amongst many other things. So welcome, Natasha. Thank you, Mike. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's interesting because you've also got a background in recruitment before you uh, actually set up Traffic Snap itself. So um, I guess you, you're seeing uh, lots of online social media activity from uh, from uh, an employer's point of view as well as a potential job seeker. Yeah, I think um, things have changed so much in how you can apply for a job. Um you know, gone are the days where you used to post out a CV or even hand deliver it to companies. Um, I think we're now into the kind of stage where it takes a little bit more than a piece of paper to, to get a job. Um, there's a lot of, um, I, I've got a background in marketing as well, and people applying for jobs in a marketing sense kind of go above and beyond to get your attention and uh, kind of stand out, which includes delivery of even lumpy mail sometimes I've done it myself um, delivered some some interesting pieces to potential employers just to kind of get myself out there and stand out you know above the rest which I think is really important yeah um, which, so. which which leads you to kind of LinkedIn and, and other areas where you've got an online almost portal available to you um, to, to look for jobs yeah, so we're going to touch on LinkedIn today, actually, and how you can use LinkedIn more, more or less, I guess, as a marketing tool yourself. So um, for the benefit of those people who haven't yet used LinkedIn, um, what, what, what is it about LinkedIn and what, what is it suitable for, say, from a business point of view and an individual point of view? Okay, um, so from, from a business point of view, so, so I use LinkedIn myself. Um, it enables me to get information out there um, on another sort of platform other than my Facebook business group or my blog on my website. It, it enables me a platform to go and share and communicate with like-minded business owners and it's a good place for, for me to find potential clients because I can um, share information about my business. I can share, you know, if I put a blog on my website, I can put that blog on LinkedIn and I can get people, you know, organically reaching me and, and talking about me and having a look at my side of things and what my business does. For an individual, um, it's um, it's almost like an open book as to who you can connect with and who you can talk with when you're looking to market you as a, an available person looking for a role. Um, I mean, I think there's, um, at the last count, there was more than... 277 million people on LinkedIn. Um, now, if you compare that to the likes of other platforms like Facebook, it, it, you would see that small numbers, but LinkedIn isn't a Facebook. It's not kind of a social media place. You don't interact um, on LinkedIn in, in a social way. It's uh, most certainly a professional environment. Um, so if I were looking for a job, that would certainly be the place I would go to to update my information to tell people about myself to update my skills um, we can go further into that a bit later into the interview but it's almost like um, an online CV um, but that doesn't mean that like I said earlier a piece of paper isn't good enough these days you know you can't just kind of be very formal and um, straightforward with what you're saying you need to kind of add some skills and some interest and have a bit of creativity when you're putting together this online CV so that um, you can get a potential recruiter's attraction. 
So your LinkedIn profile, I guess, is your shop window now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, and it's to be honest with you, it's more, it's much more. Um, there's more options available to you than what you would have if you were writing a CV. With a CV, you know, it's kind of recommended that it's only two pages long and you don't have too much information on there, so you're kind of limited with how far you can go back or how um, in detail you can go with your like, previous roles because you've got to be careful of how many pieces of paper you get it onto and what about all of the other kinds of interests about yourself and skills and, you know, it, I think it's a much better progression to, to move away from an, a paper CV to something like LinkedIn because there are so many different areas they've enabled within your what they would call profile that you can almost be endless with the amount of information that you want recruiters or potential businesses to understand about you. So how can job seekers find opportunities on LinkedIn? Um, there's several ways you can go about it. So. First of all, I would make sure that you keep your profile up to date. So when you're on LinkedIn, there's um, the top section is about just you and what your current role is and your um, current education and where your previous job role was. So it's almost like, if you imagine you, um, you've you got a, a landing page or, or a website that you want people to be interested by, you've always recommended to have some imagery on there, to have a headline, to you know, really make yourself stand out or make whatever you're looking at on the website stand out. That, that's almost what like LinkedIn is for you as a person. So you've got your profile picture, but then you've got your name, then you've almost got like, a, your name is the headline, and then you've got like a sub-headline, which is your current position. So you could have, you know, don't just put in there looking for opportunities. Put something in there that, you know, makes you stand out, you know, if it were me, so I'm involved in uh, PPC, so at the moment even though I've got my own business, if in future I were looking to go back into working in another business, I might have as my sort of sub-headline, something like, you know, are you looking for the number one pay-per-click expert to join your business? Okay, ultimately I'm kind of probably talking myself up a bit there, but it gets people's attention and I think that would be of interest to somebody, especially if the rest of my LinkedIn profile supported my skills and, and showed what I understood about this special area. You've got details where you can put volunteering experience or sort of other organisations that you've worked with. Um, so I would definitely update that if you do have anything um, that would be beneficial. I would always put in about charity work or anything like that. So I've done some charity work in the past. Again, it's not to kind of say, you know, I've you know, I've done that and, and that kind of thing. It's just to show that I've got an area of skills that, you know, I was potentially working with a team of people there, so I've got the skill to be able to be involved in a team environment um, and that kind of thing. And then you've got your summary about you, which again, um, I wouldn't just be as straightforward as saying, hi, I'm Natasha Conway and I'm looking for a job in PPC, if you would be interested. You know, get a bit creative with that side of things. Imagine it like a sales letter for yourself. So, you know, explain what makes you different, what would make you um, beneficial for the organisation or, or a potential organisation you're looking to, to work with. Yeah, because I know you can actually search for jobs on LinkedIn and, and companies that have advertised, but it's the recruiters who actually search LinkedIn and are searching profiles. So, like you say, the more you can make your profile interesting, the more it's going to grab the attention of the recruiter. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, I would recommend that in, in order to find the job opportunities on LinkedIn, um, 
you can look at specific job searches. So there's an app that you can download, which is specifically for LinkedIn jobs. So I'd recommend doing that. If you just go to the app store, you'll be able to find it. Um, but you can also carry out job searches. So, you know, like if you went to Total Jobs or Read or, and you've got the website available to you where you can look for a keyword that would be involved in the job title or the description and then the location, that's available to you on LinkedIn. And then once you, you've done that, you can, I think it's tick a button or, or give your details to say, going forward, if there are any jobs of this nature that, you know, arise or are added to LinkedIn, make sure you alert me. And there is a section on your profile and in your newsfeed that will keep updating you with jobs that have become available for like your, I guess what would be like buzzwords, so like your keywords around PPC or you know, office administration or whatever kind of job you were looking for. Another way, which I think you can help get yourself um, put in front of opportunities is if you've got local um, recruitment companies in your area, I would recommend to connect with that, that business. So follow that business on LinkedIn and then do a bit of research and see who's connected to that business and you will find local recruiters so if you connect with those local recruiters, before you do, make sure your profile's up to date, make sure it's where you're happy with what's on there, you've updated everything that you possibly can, because I guarantee the first thing they'll do when you connect with them is look at your profile. And and if you can make your profile stand out, that's like putting your CV at the top of their pile. Um, so I would recommend connecting with local recruiters um, you can find them by connecting to the recruitment company itself and then seeing who's further connected as people to there. Um, another thing which you can do is if you've got a local company in mind and you're pretty keen to, to work with that company and they've been somebody who you've thought about for a while, again, you can find them on LinkedIn as a, as a company, follow their group or their like network as a company and then what you're able to do is see who's further connected. And that gives you an opportunity that you never had before, which was identifying people at such a high level in a business that can make a decision on whether, you know, if they're not looking for somebody at the moment, you've got the chance then to put something in the post with the name of that person on because it's available to you on LinkedIn. And say, you know, I might not be, uh, you might not be looking for somebody for this role at this moment in time, but certainly consider me if you do want to play somebody or if you're willing to open a position. So it, you know, before it was always very difficult to kind of get past the, almost like the, the, the man on the gate, if you know what I mean, trying to find out the key people who you'd want to get in front of. But LinkedIn allows you to do that because everybody now wants to be on there and we want to kind of have our profiles on there. That's a very good point because if if you use LinkedIn as a research tool and can identify someone from a company and write to that individual, that shows that individual that you're using your initiative in the first place to actually track them down. Definitely, yeah. And, um, you know, we should take advantage of that because it comes back to, as much as there are many tools available, LinkedIn is a very useful tool when you're looking to find a job. But you've got to almost then look at it you know, from the bigger picture and say, okay, if there were 20 applicants going forward for this role, okay, so everybody's going to send in a CV. Hopefully, a high number of those people will then contact the company the day later and make sure that the CV has been received because that's, you know, um, something that everybody should be doing. Um, but then you've also got to think, okay, so if everybody did that, including me, 
what then further makes me stand out because that's the difference between getting the job and not is how you're able to make you you as a person stand out and then you can develop the relationship around your skills in an interview stage um, but you've got to get to that stage by making sure that you can be the person who they remember there's uh, also on linkedin something called recommendations what how beneficial are they in terms of uh, job hunting job search um i would say um if you can um from previous roles or even from um when somebody recommends you they've got to connect it to where you were working at the time so i was working in an organization before i set up my business and i've got recommendations based on my role when i was working in that business now they're from both co-workers and um i guess the business's clients who i was managing things for um so even though i've gone into my own business should i need to then go and get a job in future i've almost got testimonials from people who know me and people who have worked with me to say this is evidence that kind of natasha is this this and this and we're very happy with the work she's done if you can get testimony recommendations they're almost like testimonials of you as a person which again you wouldn't have available on a hard copy piece um, CV, this is only available when you use things like LinkedIn. So I would almost certainly, if you can, if you're in a role now, or if you know you're looking to go into another role, get people to or current co-workers or ex-co-workers if you're looking for opportunities to put something on there, and even if it's just to say, you know, so and so is a hard worker, you know, their timekeeping is fantastic, you know, they're, they're almost like references as well in a way but but not from kind of the boss or you know your direct manager it's just people being able to say good and nice things about you which could support a job application there's, there's also another um side of it so your you have your recommendations which is where somebody writes a text piece about you but then you have some skills and endorsements that's where you're able to add certain skills that you are experienced in. So on mine, I've got skills like online marketing, Google AdWords, social media, social media marketing, and so on. And then other people can almost tick, like tick a box next to my skills to say, I, I'm aware that, or me as, um, you know, Joe Bloggs is aware that Natasha Conway has got skills in online marketing. So you can build a list of skills with endorsements so that not only have you got your own personal information on LinkedIn, you've given um, a summary of your skills, you've given some background of your previous workplaces, you've updated what education level you've studied at, what qualifications you've got, then you've got recommendations from individuals to say, you know, so-and-so is a great worker and you've got those, you know, bits to add quality to your profile then you've got skills and endorsements where people you know some people don't want to write a recommendation some people just want to kind of support what skills you've got so it kind of gives that nice balance between the two and if you can build you know quite a a, a nice amount of recommendations and um, endorsements that puts you again ahead of the rest if you're able to when you're in the position to put yourself forward for a job role yeah you're right because it actually can help you i mean it, it doesn't sound a lot but you know three or four half a dozen testimonials that show that you do a good piece of work or you're a good hard worker and you deliver results can can actually tip the balance in your favor can't it 
yeah, it's, it's like you said at the beginning, and it, it, it's kind of strange, really, because you are, in a sense, marketing yourself when you go out there and you and you try and get a job and you make yourself stand out, and and it's like you know you you wouldn't you wouldn't kind of go out there with a marketing campaign and not include testimonials in in sort of what you're explaining about your own business. You definitely want to show what your customers have to say about you because you know that that will provide some credibility around your business and it, and it helps bode well when you're marketing yourself kind of the same rule applies the more kind of third party comments and third party kind of notes you can have put into the mix i think that helps with people understanding that you know you're not just kind of talking about yourself here when you put new linkedin profile out and there's nothing wrong with that i mean positively talk about yourself but it's nice to see other people's point of view on you as a worker and i think it's nice for yourself to look back on those things and kind of see what you achieved and it just kind of helps keep momentum going i think for you it's a bit like picking up a book at the uh, the bookstore and uh reading the uh what people say about the book before you start to to get into it and decide whether to buy it or not this is it and you don't know if that is something that, that recruiters potentially read first um so you know if that if that if it was the difference between if you had one LinkedIn profile that didn't have recommendations and one that did, I would even potentially say that the one that did might go a little further than the one that didn't. Not that if you don't have them, it should be something to worry about, but these things are readily available to for us to use yeah. on LinkedIn. Yeah. And if we're serious about using it as a tool to market ourselves in order to find other job opportunities then you also want to be going to the effort to make sure you can complete as much of the information you know, on there because it will only benefit you in futures or, or when you are presented with it. Absolutely, yeah. Now, we talked a lot about the things that you should do for LinkedIn and to help you market yourself, but are there any big no-nos that you shouldn't be doing on LinkedIn? Yeah, I mean, I would... Um, LinkedIn is not a Facebook. Um, Facebook is fantastic because it's a place for people to go and socially interact and put photos and, you know, share what's on their mind and that kind of thing. I definitely wouldn't edge towards that with LinkedIn. I share things. So if I read something that's pretty interesting, then I think it's beneficial to, the, you know, the people who are connected to me or I just generally want to share it, then I share it. But I share it in a professional sense, you know. If I... I would normally share it with my own sort of take on it, but it would be a professional take. So, you know, I would say what I kind of agree with on it or what I might disagree with, but then I would share it anyway because it's just nice. And that helps sharing posts and that kind of thing. That helps with showing how proactive you are. So I would say remain professional in terms of what you're sharing and you're posting. Don't kind of put photos of what you've had for your dinner or, you know, any sort of negativity. I would kind of move away from that. Um, I, in terms of photos, um, remember the people who are looking at your LinkedIn are, are potential professionals who you might work with. So I would also move away from any sort of Facebook style of photo. So, you know, the kind of selfie pouting photos and, and anything that's too kind of over the top, I would possibly stay away from. Um, I know that sounds probably boring, but, you know, I think... I, think I, I researched somewhere that it's within three something seconds that people look at either a photo or, or have a visual um it's two point something seconds it's nearly three seconds they make their visual almost not well it would be a judgment i guess 
and you kind of just want to remain neutral if you can. So I would don't go to the lengths of having a passport photo where you're kind of straight faced and you know no smiling, but have something that you would be happy to say. Yet if if I had to be looked at before I got to interview stage, this is how I would want people to see me. So professional, clean, clear, just straightforward and as neutral um, as it can be. I would also, in terms of interacting with people, I would try and keep it quite a neutral place. So keep your information very clear, update all of the bits that you know you're happy to share with a professional, but don't get into kind of any you know talk that you know is very social. I'm not saying don't be social with professionals, but again, refrain from thinking of it from a, like a social Facebook sense. Just try and keep everything pretty neutral and pretty professional. And then, you know, the rest of it can be saved if you got to say interview stage. Then kind of, you know, your personality can come through and you can kind of, you know, talk about who you are and what your interests are. But, you know, I know I'll keep pressing this point, but it's so true about LinkedIn. You've got to remain professional because there's so much available now for recruiters to have a look at. Even our own Facebooks, you know. Um, they can have a look at certain photos depending on the privacy level and it's it's very important for for recruiters of, of who you are and how you present yourself um, and if, especially if you're working for a business the business is very you know into who you are and what you then do on social you know like if teachers that kind of thing they will be very careful with how they use their Facebook profiles police officers you know, we should all really be considering if we've got a profession, if we're in a job, you know, if our boss or whoever were to see our, you know, what we're posting or what we're talking about, you know, how would that be looked at? You know, is it a way that I'm presenting the company the right way? That that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's just to make sure that you do keep that professional front when right. you're putting anything on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Okay, so finally, is there anything else that people can do in terms of LinkedIn to make themselves stand out more? Um, yeah, I mean, I would, um, I would say if you're if you're not on LinkedIn at the moment, get on there and update your details and just get something out there. Spend you know enough time working on it so it's beneficial for you. You know, you don't want it to be kind of half finished and floating around in LinkedIn space. Make sure you've got an objective. Um, what there is, there's, a, there's an area where you can put posts. Posts are, are almost like little blogs that you can create and, and you can share it with your network. Now, businesses use posts to share information about, it could be their area of speciality, their, you know, their expert area. I would put a lot of posts around Facebook, around Google AdWords, around PPC, and I would keep up to date with recent trends and that kind of thing. Whereas individuals, if you are looking for a job, I would use that post as almost like your call out to businesses, to recruiters. And I would write a post about who you are as an individual, you know, what your current position is, what you're looking for at the moment. Put some key bits of information in there about yourself. Make it quite interesting. And, you know, until you kind of, that shouldn't be your only sort of place to go to to look for roles, but in terms of keeping up to speed on there, I would actively pop some posts out every week just to kind of keep people in the loop if you're still looking, what opportunities you're looking for, and just try and put an interesting spin on it so that, you know, that post will land in a potential recruiter's newsfeed 
and you know it's not then the rec- that again shows initiative it shows that you're being innovative they don't have to go out and find you you're kind of doing everything you can to be out there on the network and just connect and engage and you know put that information out there and i think you know within quite a short space of time you'd find that you'll get you know people getting in touch with you and speaking to you about potential opportunities so would you make those posts uh, work related or can you have a bit of personal in there as well I would say, as, as I said before, just re- remain professional. You know, um, if I was going to, if I myself was looking for a role, I would certainly put a post out explaining what, what I'd done. Although it's all available on my um, LinkedIn profile. So, you know, I might in that post be talking about stuff that's already available to, for people to have a look at. It, it shows that I'm going to the effort again at getting that information out there and I'm almost doing all of the work for the recruiter themselves if you know what I mean I'm putting it all in a post and I'm kind of keeping whoever up to date with my current position so I would detail about myself that where my history is uh, sort of what I've done before my last role what I'm looking for going forward um, what sort of qualities that I would look for in a business because that remember it's got to be right for both sides so don't be frightened to say what you would be looking for from a business yourself because that shows you know that's good to show that you know what you want and that you've got an idea of the sort of business you'd like to work in and that again helps recruiters make sure they position you and place you in the right you know organizations but also you could put on there you know in this time while I am looking for opportunities, I've been doing this, this and this. And you could say stuff like, you know, I've been going to the gym, I've been carrying out a lot of reading, I've been researching so-and-so, you know, I've been looking at how I can eat healthier. You know, keep it still professional, but you can share little bits like that about yourself. So it just shows that you've kind of been proactive, not just in a professional sense, but in a personal sense. And it just helps people get a better idea of where you're at now. You know, if certainly don't put on there that, you know, you, you kind of, you're looking for jobs, but you, you've been sitting here in the morning having a coffee watching Jeremy Carl or, you know, something. You keep it kind of positive and upbeat. It's a very good point you said there about letting people know what you want because uh, recruitment's a two-way process. It's just the same as interviews. An interview really is like a conversation with a purpose, and that was to see if there's a match on both sides. So it's not just the one side. So if you're able to articulate what you're looking for up front, then that that could help being sent for the wrong sort of interview in in the long term. Definitely, and I think um, I mean LinkedIn is a good place where you can put these posts and, and kind of recommend what what you're looking for in a company. But I think also um, in interviews, you know, you, you've got to be confident enough to kind of put those questions out there and and ask the company what not only what the job is and and talk about the job itself, but also ask them how it's beneficial for you and what the company can provide for you in terms of your progression and and you know what they see as as a developing almost like pipeline for somebody who's quite new into a business and you know be brave enough to ask the questions that matter to you as well because no employer will turn somebody away for asking questions that are sensible um and you also need to know the path that you're going and, and, and what sort of organisation you're going into as well as them knowing that you're right for, for their company. I think when you go to an interview, it's almost very kind of... You, you're you almost in a position where you're thinking, I've got to kind of answer their questions because I've got to sell myself. I've got to, you know, make sure I'm telling them the right things. They've got to, you know, I've got to make sure I'm being seen in 
to be right for this role and I want this role so I'm going to say this, this and this about me. But you've got to turn it around and say, well, actually, is this role right for me as well? You know, if you've got an expectation from, from, from your next career move or you want, you know, certain to understand certain paths, you've got to ask those questions and be confident enough to because interviewers like people asking questions. They, they like challenging questions because it's the same as what kind of they're offering to you. It, it proves that, you know, you, you've got a bit about you that can say, well, actually, you know, in future, what can this develop into? Yeah. What's kind of the path for me? How do you go about promoting staff? How, you know, you, there are plenty of questions you can ask that aren't just the general kind of, what's the salary? What are the holiday requirements? You know, make it a bit more stand out, outish and, and you, you will get recognised for that. Brilliant. Okay, well, that's some fantastic information. Thank you very much, Natasha. If someone wanted to connect with you, what's the, what's the best way to do that? Okay, so I'm on LinkedIn myself, and I hope that everything I've said today matches what I've kind of uh, got on my profile. So if anybody wants to find me um, and ask any questions or just have a chat further, um, you can find me at uk.linkedin.com forward slash IN, so Indigo November, forward slash Natasha Conway PPC. Brilliant. So P uh, for pay, uh, paper click PPC. Brilliant. Do you want to repeat that one more time? Yeah, it's uk.linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Natasha Conway PPC. Brilliant. Okay, well, thanks ever so much for your time today, Natasha. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and um, I hope our listeners found this information to be valuable. I'm sure they will. Wonderful. Thank you, Mike, and thanks, thanks listeners. Thanks very much. All the best. Bye-bye.